It is great to be back with you. The Bob and Aaron Show, popular demand, screaming every single one of them, 100% of our fans demanding. Where's episode two? Bring it, bring it. Well, here you go. Here it is. And sorry for those of you wanting to hear more politics and theology, but for now you know what we're focused on. That's right, college football. So I'm going to get a co-host on the line right after a word from a sponsor. You got the kids down. The week is done. Open your refrigerator and grab yourself a Field 41. That's right, from our friends at Bale Breaker, packed with the freshest, best hops the Yakima Valley has to offer, and in a lower alcohol content than your usual IPA with all the flavor. Some call it a pale ale, some call it a session IPA. Either way, enjoy a fresh hop Field 41. Hello, America. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Black Eagle. Black Eagle. Bourbon. Black Eagle <laughs> bourbon. So it's bourbon, not whiskey. Yeah. Or which it's I'm, not Tennessee to be honest, whiskey I, or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know the difference. I just, I just drink stuff. I'm sure there's a difference. There's all these crazy rules on what makes bourbon bourbon, and it has to do with the amount of corn mash that is used. Other than that, I can't tell you. See, I've already learned something on this podcast. That's why That's why this is the number one rated podcast in America. That's right. That's right. Soon to be. Soon to be. But we're ahead of it. That's we're, right. Soon we're ahead of America. Black Eagle, Black Eagle Bourbon. Yep. Ten bucks. Out of Minnesota. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. You know, that's, that's where we're getting, though. That's is... that's now that's my price point right there. We're getting. I know, <laughs> right? I get like thirty drinks out of out of a regular bottle. You know how much I spend for beer for quality beer here? I'm not kidding you. It's like it's like three to four dollars a can. What? And that's that's that, and that's buying it. Now they're they're the bigger cans. But, oh right. I mean, yeah. You know, like the pint, I guess, pint cans. Right. But that's that's buying it and, and just taking it home. You have, I mean, you have to pay if you want quality beer around here. But that's, you know, that's my problem, not yours. That's where I live. But I lucked out last night. I went to Modern, and uh, you know, the interesting interesting thing about Modern, they they you can't call them. That's my only complaint. I wanted to call in my growler order so I could just pick it up. Yeah. Right. No telephone. They they have no telephone. You cannot call them. Oh, so you Unless didn't you, know, you didn't take your own growler? No, because the they're the they're the growler cans. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But unless you know the cell phone number of the oh. bartender, there's no way of contacting them. <laughs> so did he give it to you? No, but um, but what what did happen was I went in there and asked them if they uh, offered any discount if I bought a certain number of growlers since it's not close and uh i bought three he gave me 20 percent off and and he felt like he messed up the uh, seal on one of the growlers he wasn't and he, he felt like it was a gonna gonna be a leaker you know wasn't right, airtight yeah. so he so he just gave that one to me for free he was like just drink it tonight so see this is something else we were learning it pays to ask Pays to ask. What if you that's didn't right. ask? It's like, ah, uh, that would be me. I'm not going to ask him. I'll just, that's the price. I guess I yeah. want him. What could Pays he have to said? Ask. What could he have said? No. And he'd be, no. okay, yeah. I'll take him. No. <laughs> which, which is what, which is, well, and I'll even go further. Not only does it pay to ask, it just pays to be kind. It pays to be friendly. Because when, if you can connect with someone, even if it's a, shallow relationship for like 10 minutes of talking because he told me no he's like no there, there, there's no discount on on growlers but I'm, i might take off a couple bucks is what he told me right i was like i was like oh great you know a couple bucks i'm thinking like two dollars um but then we were visiting i, I mentioned healer i was like I, I hope they're gonna make healer again he gave me the bad news that apparently healer didn't sell well enough here i guess i was the only person buying it 
So they're they're well, not I didn't planning. sell well enough. I I, <laughs> I know. I, I bought said, every can in the Baldwin area. I said I, exactly. That's what I said. I said in Baldwin you couldn't find it because I bought it. I said my, my basement was full of gra- or full of healer, <laughs> and uh, he was laughing. Um, but apparently it didn't sell well enough, so they're not going to re-release it. He said, and uh, I asked him if I could sign a petition or write a letter to the owner or whatever. But so anyway, we were just kind of visiting, and before you know it. He's got he's got my three growlers with a freebie, and he said I decided I just took twenty percent off. Boom, more than a couple bucks. Nice. Why? Because he liked me. Because you were nice. Why? Because I was a nice guy. That's right. This is why guys like me and you just sail through life. What'd you say? This is why guys like me and you just sail through life. That's right. That's why we sail through it. Because we're nice. Because we've got charisma. I think we, they call that charisma. We know it's not good looks. <laughs> <laughs> we've been told multiple times yeah. it's not good looks. It's been pointed out time and again. <laughs> so it must be our personalities. Must but be you it. know what? Personalities. I mean, I watch enough rom-coms to know that personality matters. All right. So college football. Okay. A lot of weird stuff happened today. Did you watch this Baylor thing? No, I did not. Actually, <laughs> I, I knew that game day was there. Um, well, and here's where we here's where we've come in come to in society, Bronner. I know game day invites celebrities to to be a guest on game day. Yeah, wherever they go. So so whatever the celebrity is that had gone to that university, that's yes. who they bring on. Correct. Did you did you watch Game Day today? I did. I saw the very tail end, and I thought, oh well, Jen will like this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the the couple the couple from HGTV made it because they went to Baylor. I don't I, even know their names. Um, Chip I, and I, Chip and something. Anyway, flip this house. Whatever. Um, it was funny. They were great. I just thought that was hilarious that the HGTV couple was the number one celebrities that have gone to Baylor. So if I was not married, I wouldn't have no clue who these people were. Well, sadly, even if I were single, I would know exactly who they were because I love HGTV. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, because we don't have cable, if we are ever traveling somewhere that has cable, that's the first thing I try to put on is HGTV. You got to put it on there. I will say I've watched their show. And I enjoyed it. It's good. They do a yeah. good job. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. So um, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't believe that Baylor blew it. But like I said in the text, they had no business being. They should have lost last week at TCU. I, I you know, well, the refs refs screwed that up. They should have lost last week. So this is Big Twelve. Yeah, this I is mean, Big Twelve. Not my style of football at all. I mean, the first problem is they don't have 12 teams. So they're off kilter right away with 10 teams in the Big 12. I had to count twice. I think there's only 10 teams in the Big 12. Are you serious? Yeah. Because I think there's 12 teams in the Big 10. Well, exactly. They just need to swap. I guess. A couple teams. Actually, instead of swapping names, I'd like to just send Rutgers and Maryland to the Big 12. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> they should just be notified. There's no need for discussion. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by Rutgers in Maryland. You're now in the Big 12. That's correct. Why not? I, what are they doing there in the first place? I don't know. Oh. Somebody on the radio today, or sometime this week anyway, called Notre Dame a Big Ten team. Uh, and then and then they corrected him. I was like, "Give me a break! They're in the Big Ten. <laughs> the guys. <laughs> I think they play a lot of Big Ten games, right? So he's like, "Who are they kidding? They're in the Big Ten. They just don't want to admit it." He said. <laughs> well, they used to, but now Michigan and well Notre Dame's not slated to play Michigan for like ten more years. Oh wow! And Notre Dame Notre Dame used to play Michigan State every year. That doesn't happen anymore. So I don't really know. I, guess, I don't know what. I guess I don't they know need what to tell that guy they left the Big Ten. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I don't know. Notre Dame 
used to be a prestigious program. I just, I don't think anybody cares about them really anymore. I mean, they used to play Tennessee. They used to have some good matchups with Tennessee. USC, another down program, but yeah. Unfortunately, they handled uh, Navy. I was kind of looking forward to a better game there. Oh, I know. I saw the halftime score. I was like, well, forget it. But I'm pretty sure when it comes to the Power Five conferences, clearly I'm biased to the Big Ten. I do enjoy SEC football. I just don't know who I care about after that. I'm, 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 I don't see. I don't. Teams are down. Like you look at, you know, Clemson just steamrolling the ACC. But then you think, well, what happened? What? Where is Miami? How can it be so difficult to recruit to Miami? There's exactly. there's no shortage of good coaches, I would think. It's like, okay, guys, you know, there's lots of guys who know how to coach football. And Florida has no shortage of athletes. Exactly. And so, and then history, they got history on their side, they got weather on their side, they got local athletes on their side. So what happened to Miami? What happened to Florida State? Georgia Tech, for that matter, you know. What did you say for that matter? Georgia Tech. Oh. I mean, they've had good teams historically, you know. Yeah. But to just to be, like, completely irrelevant, like everybody yeah. but Clemson. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. And, yeah, Clemson out of the ACC, no one else matters. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of... I'm usually a fan of Oklahoma in the Big 12, but eh, I'm just kind of average on them this year, and I could care less about anybody else in the Big 12. Pac- the Pac-10, or the Pac-12, however many teams are over there, I don't, uh, I don't watch them enough, but what boggles the mind is that USC and UCLA can be as bad as they are, well, considering I mean, all the step, athletes in California. Well, correct, but step back to the Big 12 for a second. Same problem. You know, Texas, state of Texas, sending high school kids all over the place. What is the problem? Where did Texas go? You know? I kind of thought Tom Herman... Go? Where did, you well, know. I can understand Nebraska. Who are you talking into going to Nebraska? I mean, I understand it's one thing to talk somebody into going to Ann Arbor because they had a foot of snow this week. Particularly, I don't, I don't get how, I don't understand how they get anybody from the South who's really never seen snow to go up there. But like Nebraska, that's like the armpit of America, right? No, what, do you, what do you? What do you? That one's not as fair, but it's just all the history. But still, you know, Texas, Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas, Austin, great town. I don't know about Texas as an academic school, but should be pretty easy to get kids to go there and, and be. And I thought Tom Herman would be doing much better by now. Yeah, but then again, I thought Harbaugh'd be doing much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Although they did lay it on Sparty today, so that was good. You said they had a slow start, but then, boy, Ugh. after that, never mind. I think about that. I think about that. I'm like, am I too hard on this team? But no, they they did. They had a slow start. And Patterson was not good early in that game. And I know his numbers turned out well. I still maintain. still down on him. I still maintain that he did not have a. I mean, it's not like his. It's not like you'd watch that game and be like, oh my gosh, he was just on. Those throws were like perfect. No, it's just that the guys were wide open. And they made adjustments to get to the ball. I know I'm 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 down on them, but well, I mean that's fair though. There's the eye test part, so they still uh, they still walloped Sparty, which was good. Um, very chippy game, which I expected. Uh, who they got next week? At Indiana, can I tell you, folks? Don't overlook the Hoosiers. I would not be shocked if Michigan lost next week. Are you serious? I'm serious. Indiana is seven and three. They lost by the they lost by a touchdown at Penn State today, but it was very close. It was a three point game. You know, 
whatever. It was close until Penn State, you know, put the nail in the well, coffin. I guess I haven't been paying attention. Indiana usually does not perform anywhere close to this. Oh, Indiana's good. Yeah, Indiana's good. That new coach there, I don't know who it is, is doing a very nice job. They've got athletes. They have a good offense. And it's at Indiana. Michigan doesn't really light the world on fire on the road. College game day is going to be there. No, they're not going going to Indiana. They're not going to Indiana. (laughs) But um, I'm eager to see what the line is because I like uh, like the game. It's going to be close. It'll be close. It will not be – Michigan will not blow Indiana out, mark my words. All right. I'd be I'd be shocked if Indiana blew Michigan out. I just think it's going to be close. Like uh, a like a 24-21 affair. I'm going to be paying attention. Yeah. I'm going to be paying attention. Okay, so to a this poor kid. I know. I don't I don't know what to, what to do with a dislocated hip except I don't know. Pop it back in. Yeah, I mean, you got to put that back, back in, in. Call Bo Jackson say, "Dude, what did you do?" Uh, oh, I still remember that injury against Cincinnati, I think. Yeah, that was brutal. Ruined his career. Yep. Um, yeah. So they're already, I mean, just from the ticker, they're, you can tell they're already given um, Saban a hard time. Because it says, even on the ticker, it says, you know, uh, Tua injured, you know, dislocated hit, out for season. And then it says... They were up thirty-five-seven late in the second half, you know, like, like pointing out exactly the scenario, and then they even quote, you know, then they say Saban said he was in there to practice the two-minute drill. So okay. th- those were the three highlights of the game on the ticker, besides the final score. I saw that it, about the two-minute drill. I didn't really understand what that was about. Yeah, because they're pointing it. out because they know whatever the question in everybody's mind. Why was he still in there? I was like, yeah. well, okay, well then when do you take him out? I, you know. And then the other thing is, these coaches know better than you and I know. These games, these college football games, I mean, they're on a slippery slope all the time. You know, it's easy to say, oh, Bama's Bama and Clemson's Clemson. But, man, you know, they're, they're just a couple bad decisions from getting beat by a lesser team all the time. And that's why they talk so much about discipline and all this stuff. So you can't just, like, fans want to phone in games and say, oh, we don't want Tua to get hurt today, so maybe we, they should set him this week. Like, that was some of the talk this week. It's like, no, you don't sit your guys. You don't know what it's going to take to win a football game. Yeah. I do think I mean, it's a I fair mean, what point, if, though. What if Baylor had some kid who was lights out, and they said, well, look at us. We're up 31-6. to six. Might, as well set our, might as well set our stud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then I do think it's a fair point, Oklahoma. though, because, you know, Michigan was up 37 to 10, you know, at the, I mean, there was still like eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, why is Shea Patterson still in, you know, what's the harm? I'm not, it's not so much worried about Shea's health to be honest, but what's the harm in getting your number two, Dylan McCaffrey, some decent reps, like get the kid in there. Well, and that's why Tua, I mean, he rarely plays a fourth quarter. But but to dog a team for having them in in the first half still? It's like, come on. Oh, in the first half? Yeah. He got oh. hurt late in the second quarter. Oh, sorry. I thought it was later in the game. No. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't take my starter out until the fourth quarter. Like I can see being up by a ton and and being like, Okay, we're gonna go with so and so this fourth quarter because we're up by 30 points, 35 points, whatever. But in the first half, you play, yeah, you play your starters. That's ridiculous. Right. So that whole two-minute drill doesn't even make sense. Like, No, it's two-minute drill at the end of the first half. Right, but you don't even need to say that. All you need to say is, it's the first half. Right. We play our starters in the first half. I don't care what the score is. We play our starters. Right. Um, yeah. 
like I said, sad for that kid, not sad for Bama. Okay, um, so now for Bama, what's it mean? So they got, I don't I forget who they got next week. But then I think it's Auburn the week after. How, how do you Are not have trouble? a... Well, no, here's my problem. How do you not have a better quarterback than a true freshman? I get it, Bo Nix. He's probably going to be great. And he's a, he's one of the top. He was one of the top recruits. But I just I don't understand how you don't have a better quarterback than a true freshman. That's the only thing that keeps them, to be honest, from being a national title contender. That team, that team otherwise is complete. But they have a true freshman quarterback, and I think that cost them today. Particularly at the end of the game, I don't know if you watched the end of the game, but it was fourth. It was fourth and fifteen or whatever. At the end of the game, um, he took a sack. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like, yeah. I don't care if you throw a pick; just get rid of the ball. Right. But he's a true freshman, so. I'm sure. It seems like I'm that's sure. the last position you'd have a true freshman playing quarterback at, or playing at as quarterback, but particularly at a major university. Now, now Michigan's done it before; they've had true freshmen play. But even then, I'm like, how how is this kid the best we've got? I don't get it. I just, I just, I don't understand. But. Quarterback unless position been, is weird. Tennessee unless you've weird been a down. Spot. Well, I, I guess I could see if you've been down for a while. Like you've been down, you've been down, and then this five-star kid decides to commit to you. Stay home. I'm going to stay home. Like, for example, uh, let's say, let's say uh, I don't know, let's pick Nebraska. They've been down. Not that they need a quarterback, but let's say this five-star grows up in Lincoln, and he decides to stay home. Okay. Yeah. You've been down. You haven't recruited that position very well, so this kid stays home. Now you've got a five-star quarterback, you're going to play him. But I don't think Auburn's been that down. No, that's true. So, I don't think they have any shot to beat Alabama, but I that was before the Tua injury because I have no well, idea who, what the, I mean. I mean, who the backup control. is. Uh, I, I doubt it. Name. I doubt it because they recruit so well. I doubt they're in trouble. Um, but speaking about of Alabama, this was what I wanted to, to really pick your brain about. There's clearly three heavyweights in LSU, Ohio State, pains me to say it, and Clemson. Those are your three heavyweights. Okay. And we and we all know there's there's a four team playoff. And so I'm I'm down to that four, like fourth team. Like who's that fourth team gonna be? Now I realize Well you remember I, our solution last year that they didn't listen to us. Remind me. We were gonna give uh, Alabama a bye. All no, right. Nobody earned the fourth spot. Remember, everybody just kept I, losing time <laughs> the last three or four weeks. It's like, would it would a fourth team please stand up? No, thank you. They just kept falling off the. Oh. So we well, decided, my... you know what? That no one's earned the fourth spot. <laughs> well, here's my problem this year with that is apparently when we were talking about that, Alabama seemed like the clear number one. I don't think there's a clear number one this year. So yeah, I, so it makes it hard. What was funny is we had Alabama as a clear number one, then they went and got smoked by Clemson. So yeah, we, what, is, what do we know? I know exactly. Um, but this year, and I don't know enough about Clemson. I mean, obviously the defending national champ, probably the best quarterback in the country, even though the kid at a well, and it seems well, like they've had some trouble. You know, I mean they've they seem down. But who knows? They seem down, but they're undefeated and just smoke yeah. everybody. Well, they um, had that lucky win at Duke. Was it Duke they were playing? Who was it they barely squeaked by at the end earlier in the season? 
Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm so not, here's I'm our choices. So if well, I guess if Georgia beats LSU, you got a problem. But let's say let's just assume LSU is going to beat Georgia because I'm with you. I don't think Georgia they're having a consistency problem. Like they're not doing it for me. No. So then Alabama, Tuolus, Alabama, and Georgia. Let's say for whatever reason. You, I don't know. Those are those are candidates for the fourth spot. After that, yeah, see, this is a mess. Then you got Oregon. Eight and one. Utah, eight and one. So one of those two teams is going to shed the other one. Yeah, they're on a collision course. Minnesota lost today. Yes. <laughs> Do you like my row their boat? Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Row your boat down to Clemson and get beat by forty. Like that. Oh wait, who was who was that? Because I texted you that yeah. it was. Uh, oh, it was. Um, oh, it was the old Rex Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. That was who it was. So Minnesota rode their boat to Iowa and got beat. So then you know what's interesting about that? Okay, here you Is go. That... Penn State. No. 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 Watch next week. They're going to get rolled by the Buckeyes. They they play Ohio State this week. So then there'll be so, two right. loss. So yeah. So who do you put? Who's the fourth spot? Let's just say the season ended today. Okay. So you got LSU. Yes. Ohio State. Yes. Clemson. Yes. What do you do? That's the thing about it. I don't have anybody. Georgia? You can't blame Georgia if they lose LSU later because they're kind of the consensus number one. Okay. Then you got Alabama, who doesn't really have to play anybody yet. Let's say they went out. It's like, well, they lost LSU. Well, you can't blame them for losing LSU. Then you got Oregon. That's hilarious. Well, first of all... So, so, so theoretically, two of the teams fighting for number four would have already lost to the number one team, Georgia and Alabama. No, no, no. Georgia didn't didn't lose to the number one team. I know. Well, I'm just assuming that they're going to lose to them in the championship game. But they but they've already lost. That's my problem. Georgia's eliminated for me. Oh, they're already out. They're already out for me. For well, me, they're out. Well, they're, everybody else has a loss. Alabama or you're is saying not out. It, okay, so Georgia's out because they lost to South Carolina. It's like, yeah, dude. And yeah, they didn't okay, just lose. Yeah, they, they didn't just killed. lose to South Carolina. They lost it at home okay, to so, South Carolina. So I'm with you now. Okay, so Alabama. And I, and, I, and I want something in the bylaws. Let's let's go ahead and, and, and mark the bylaws. If you lose at home to an unranked team, you're out. You're out. Okay. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I'm with You're you. You're out. I don't care what week it is. Yeah. All that. I don't care what week it is. I don't care if it's week one. You lose at home to an unranked team, and then you rip off the rest of your games, and I don't care. You're out. You lost at home to an unranked team. I can see where the debate would be if you're on the road. It's hard to win on the road. Okay, so, so Alabama. So people will go crazy if they put Alabama in after already losing to LSU, only to play them again. Now, that gets to my other point. LSU's already beat them. Right. So we already know that LSU is better than them because LSU had to go to their house and beat them. Right. Oh, not only did they beat them, they beat them at Georgia. So it's like, okay, or at Alabama, right? At Alabama. Okay, That's right. so now Alabama, okay, so you're, okay, so now they're out. Well, I don't know that they're out because there might not be anybody better than them. Well, this is the problem. This so, is the problem, which is why I'm going to propose when it's a situation like this, we just go to a three-team. Well, see, we're right back to last year. There are three teams. Three-team. But then the problem is, okay, the problem is who gets the buy? Here's I don't, but that's... But isn't there a way? Isn't there a way to organize three teams without there being a bye? Well, I think you do a round robin. Right, like like you have to play everybody. And right? if any, whoever goes two and zero, oh, you're the winner. 
after oh, that. And, and if two teams, and if two, well, yeah, two teams can't go two and zero, right? One team would go two and zero, right? I don't know. This is what we have to think through because just because a committee decided that we're going to put four teams, what in a year where there's not four great teams that you, you know can make an argument like, for? There's no, there's no real rule on how many Supreme Court uh, court justices we're supposed to have. I think they really, just, yeah, because this has been the talk. There are nine, like, so right? Here, so maybe that's this. Well, you have to have up to four in the playoff. But if nobody earns it, then no, you don't have to yeah, have four. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. I like it. There are there are three teams this year. Let's just let's just all come to agreement that there are three teams and think of some way to put pit these three teams against each other. Well, for instance, let's say Clemson goes and blows it and blows it twice. Then you say, okay, you know what? There's two teams. That's right. LSU, Ohio State. Like, this playoff needs to be fluid. Like, let, let's let's not try to fit the square peg into the round hole. Let's just, let's take the square peg and look for the square hole. And just, just make it work. So here's what's cracking me up about this. <laughs> you you know, with the, when, it, when it went to four teams... The, the discussion, the general discussion was, well, it's just a matter of time before we add teams. So how, how are we ever going to whittle it down to four every year? And we're already saying we got too many. You know what? These... Well, <laughs> this year we have too many. I mean, if you're... If... I know, but Here... last year we had too many too. Remember? We were already... <laughs> so this is two years in a row we've had too many teams. So what do we have? We have, a, we have power, we have five conferences, right? SEC, Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, Pac-12. Now, are there independents? Like I, Notre Dame, right? Yeah, right. Notre Dame, Navy. Okay. So First Navy and independent. I, would, I forget who all's an independent. I would be in favor. I would be in favor of a system where you took all the conference champs. And you could even have an independent, but not like, not like a conference at large. Like I'm talking like, yeah, you'd have to have a committee, I guess, decide who the best independent team was. I don't there, know how there else aren't right. very many of them. I mean, it would just be Notre Dame every year. Okay, well, maybe that's irrelevant then. Maybe we just don't do independence, and maybe we'd be like, you have to be in a conference. But I would be in favor of conference champs playing each other now it sucks that there's only five because that's going to make it really difficult but like if you're not going to if you're not going to honor a conference champ and be like yeah you won the pack 12 you have a chance you won the big 12 you have a chance even though you and i know they probably don't have a chance they at least won their conference okay how about this then you have the committee pick the next three teams to make it an 18 and the potential three teams are conference champions from those other conferences, like the let's see, like for instance, the American Athletic Conference that has Cincinnati six and zero in their conference, nine and one overall right now. Right, so all these other conferences, Conference USA. Uh, Here's your independence. Army, Liberty, BYU, Notre Dame, New Mexico State, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, nobody wanted them. <laughs> They're not independent because they want to be. I'm telling you that right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> I know. I, I think they were at Northwestern, who's like 2-7, and seven, and they were 56-point dogs today. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So then you got, okay, so do it that way. Because, like, the Mountain West, Mountain West has Boise State. Hmm. Let me, th let's think about this. So you take... I don't know, either, so you either... you take the conference champions of the Big Five, and then the next three best teams, as determined by the committee, between the other conference champions and the independents.
And then they seed them one to eight. That's their other job. And and Rex Ryan has to be on the committee. <laughs> so he can talk about his boat rowing. Wait, wait. So you're talking about all these uh, second tier conferences. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, so I the, mean. So the big five are in. Big five champs are in. And then we figure out a way to get three from these second from the tier others. committees. Yeah. Or conferences. Yep. You have to have won your conference or. So those are the only eligible teams left are conference winners and independents. I guess. How I mean, how I, many of those conferences are there? Let's count them up. Sunbelt one. I've got them up in front of me. Okay. Mountain West two. Mid America three. Independence, we'll just call that four. Conference USA five. American Athletics, six. So there's six other groups of teams to fill the other three spots. All right. So you so you pair those up in three games. So what it's gonna the, be and is, the three winners get to get to move on. I don't know though. That just seems like cruel and unusual punishment. If you're gonna ask, I mean, like for example, who's in Conference USA? Who's in Conference USA? Yeah. Let's see here. So right now, the say top four teams is Marshall, Florida Atlantic, Louisiana Tech, and Southern Miss. All right. So, so Florida Atlantic, you know, you're going to ask Florida Atlantic to play Ohio State. No, well, hey, that's the they'll get a paycheck. I, mean, <laughs> I know, but that's just I know that's brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. I, I mean, I like the idea of doing someone's conference champs. I will point out that UAB in Conference USA, who's third in their division, beat Tennessee. No, uh. <laughs> no, they did not. Sorry, everyone was worried they were going to beat Tennessee. But where's Georgia State and all this mess? Let's see. But you know, not that they'd win. You just don't want them to go out there and hurt themselves, right? I don't know. I I mean, I say if you're going to do something with the Power Five Conference champs, fine. Figure that out. If you're not, then each year we just come to consensus on who the best teams are, and then we we design a playoff system for that. This year there are three. That's it. There's one, two, three. That's it. I don't care who number four is. They're they're not one of the better teams. Alabama lost at home to LSU. LSU's better. Georgia lost at home to South Carolina, so they're just out. And those are. Those are your next two. Those are like four or five. What is is Oregon? Is is Utah? You think Utah's they've they've lost? I don't even know who they lost to, but I don't care. They're out. Right. Penn State. They lost to Minnesota, who lost at Iowa. They're out. They're out. They're out. Well, there's I mean, always the solution of going back to my favorite, which is the way it was. No BCS, no tournament, no nothing. Just go to your bowl game. Everybody have fun on New Year's Day. Go back to work. Yeah. But nobody else likes that solution. I'm the only weirdo. Well, I I do like I do like a good tournament. And I would be really interested to see Clemson, Ohio State, LSU play each other and figure it out. The problem is it's a three-team system currently. So we could add a fourth, and it really doesn't matter. But then here's the question. Let's say you decide Alabama's the fourth. Right. Well, I don't think you make them play LSU again. (laughs) In the first round. In the first round. 
Right, yeah. You make them play either Clemson or Ohio State. And then LSU gets to play, you know, Clemson or Ohio State. Yeah, I think that's fair because nobody really cares who's second or third. So you're going to have to play two games either way. You're going to have to play two games. Yeah. So I almost feel like if you decide Alabama's uh, number. So so what what is the rule that if you've played each other or just same conference or. Yeah, if you're same conference, yeah, you don't you don't play each other in, in the first round. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You've already played each other. I agree. I I just hate because that happened in what, 2000, was it 2011 or something, 2009, it was something like that where LSU beat Alabama 9-6 to six, and then they had to play them again in the national championship game and they lost. Well, I got news for you. When you have great teams they're probably going to split 50-50. Yeah, so if they play two games, it's 1-1. One, one. If they play 10 games, it's 5-5. Five, five. So, I mean, I feel like that's so unfair for LA. They've already proved it. They went to Alabama. They beat them. So part of me feels like Bama's just out. If LSU makes the playoffs, Bama is out. They lost. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, if it if it were if it were Michigan and they went to Ohio State and beat them, but then the committee was like, no, Ohio State needs to be in the playoff. I'd be like, screw that. They yeah. already beat them, and they beat them there. Right. Um, so I almost feel like that needs to be – see, this This is why this is – I mean, it's complicated. You know. It's like uh, – I don't know. I don't know what it's like, but – or you just, I just say, know that or you just say, hey, conference champs only and you get what you get. Yeah. Which I like. I'm a big conference champ guy. So there and you I go. say that I say that as a Michigan fan, and if they don't win their conference, so, so then it I doesn't don't want to matter. Hear it. It's like, well, they're I don't not one of the top it. four teams in the country. Well, who cares? They at least won their conference they're in, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well that solves that problem. Well, how about this? Let's do it this way then. I got it. Hot damn, I just figured it out. Big 12 champ, Big 12 champ plays Pac-12 champ to see who's number four. (laughs) So we squeeze in the fifth team. There you go. So all five conference champs are always in. The bottom two play to be the fourth. Yes, that's it. We figured it out. So if you're on the bottom two of the conference champs, you have to win three games. Which Yes. Yeah. That's Which true. would be fair. Yeah. It's if like it's, the wild card. It's, it's a wild card. It's a wild card. If it's Utah and Oklahoma, they need to play each other to see who would play the number one seed of the other. This is it. There you go. Done. We're done here. Have a good night, everybody. Well, well tough. Join a conference. Oh, Either yeah. Jo- Notre Dame's out. I for- <laughs> and that's, that's tough right. because yeah, because tough. they want to do their own deal. Yep. So either you either you take the money and all the royalties from the deal you get through television, or you join a conference and you get the privilege of being in this tournament. Your choice. There you go. Okay. So then now we got it. All right. So now all those other conferences that everyone wants, like Boise State, goes gangbusters one year and goes undefeated. It's just like, well, yep. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Have fun in your yeah. New Year's Day bowl game. You're gonna. And you're going to have that because where did Scott Frost come from? Central Florida. Yeah, I think so. And and they beat Auburn. They you know he he stayed and they beat yeah, Auburn yeah. in the bowl game. I say good for you. Sorry you missed out on the tournament. Not sure how far you would have went. Well, that's correct. However, okay, so it's not an NCAA tournament anyway. It's a BCS tournament. This is all concocted. It's got nothing to do with the NCAA. So this right. is just yeah. These five conferences, this is who's participating. And I think the number of times that you have a 2007 Boise State team or a 2017 Central Florida team, that's going to be like once or twice a decade. I'm right. not worried about that. Right. Okay. That's I'm that's good. just the cost. That's just the cost of having this this tournament. So now we're down to conference champs that and are five. that are that are that are seated. Four or five play each other. I'm sorry. 
yeah, four or five play each other to see who the fourth team's going to be. I'll tell you who the undefeated Central Florida can pl- go play. Notre Dame. That's right. They can <laughs> play for the right. They can go play Notre Dame. Then it'll be the Notre Dame Bowl. <laughs> Welcome to the 2019 Notre Dame Bowl. <laughs> where 95% of the commission, all the proceeds go to Notre Dame. So we solved yeah. it. So who do we call? You solved it, I'll say. I don't know who we call, but we need to call somebody because the thing I like about this is it brings back the focus on your conference. That yes. should be your number one focus. Which is what I liked about the old way. And you know what else it eliminates? It eliminates the cream puff games where people don't want to play other big teams because a loss. Oh, on your non-conference. Yeah. On your non-conference. They've been doing a pretty good job with that to be fair, but yeah, true. Right. You'll keep those games for sure. Yeah. So now Michigan can travel to LSU and guess what? If they get pummeled, doesn't matter. It's not going to hurt them. Doesn't count Doesn't matter. If anything, they might learn something to better themselves for conference play. Right. And now, if Michigan and LSU play each other in, in the playoffs, can't do anything about that. Conference champs. Conference champs play each other. And we all know that teams in November, December are different than teams in August, September. Teams get better. Teams get worse. You know, it's not the... Yep. <clears throat> It's not the same team, necessarily, and it's different conferences. It's just not the same conference. That bugs me. Like, if Alabama gets in this year and they find a way to beat LSU, that's going to bug me. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It is. Can I tell you my dream scenario? Yeah. My dream scenario is LSU-Ohio State meeting in the national championship game. Yeah. And then LSU pummeling Ohio State. Not even pummeling them, just beating them. Just beating them. Beating them would be enough. Yeah, because it's it's for twofold. Ohio State would lose because I don't – certainly nobody in the Big Ten is going to beat them. And and not only that, but they would lose to another team playing a quarterback that they didn't want because that's where John Burrow came from. That is, yeah. That'll be the story. That'll be the story. He got he got the hint when they started shopping around for other quarterbacks, and so he put in for the transfer. He got it. Now he's he's doing well at LSU. I just think that would be poetic justice. I wasn't good enough to play at your school. Now I'm at a different school, and we just beat you for the national championship. I'm ready. I'll sign up for that. Yep. All right. What else we got? Well, I want to hear about your take on uh, Tennessee's big game next week. Oh, man. At Missouri. You sure you don't want to fly down so we can go to the game? It'd be fun. I tried to watch a little bit of Florida today. Florida at Missouri. It's yeah. funny because their stadium, I don't know anything about their stadium, but the camera angles are all goofy. You know, it's like watching clips of high school football on Friday night local news. <laughs> you know, compared to these other big stadiums. Oh, yeah. Mizzou Stadium is kind of like, so, like Northwestern. Yeah, and all it's the just... camera angles are all goofed up. It's it's funny. Um, that was a close game for a while. I know. So that's what's got, I mean, I was worried anyway. It's Missouri's been struggling so bad, and it seems like Tennessee's on this weird high. Although they're not necessarily playing well, like they've won some games and played really ugly. So it's but the just the the feeling you get is Tennessee's on the upswing, Missouri's a mess, and then you look at the odds, and the odds say Missouri's going to win. I was like, what? I was like, well, you know, yeah. maybe maybe Missouri's better than they. Their record, and maybe Tennessee's not as good as theirs recently, but I mean, they're 500, but they're four and one on their last five. So, you know, they look like they're on the big upswing, but like they did not play well at all last week and ended up winning. Um, so what's my take? Let's see. 
What's your take and what's your prediction? So my take is they don't turn the ball over. And if anybody's playing well for them, it's the defense. So I'll take that on a pickup game. I'll take defense and no turnovers. Um, I, don't, I don't know anything about Missouri. But I know this. Those Vols are sick of losing to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what our callers have to say from Knoxville. <laughs> and, and there's a... And, and there's something just tougher about this team mentally. This is exactly where they fell apart last season. This is what everybody keeps pointing out because the fans are very excited about the last five weeks going four and one. Here we go, two games to go. I was like, this is exactly where they were last year. Exactly. Five wins, two games to go, got smoked by Missouri, and then just completely fell apart Against just Vandy. as a program and then went and got their butt kicked by Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, yet, Knoxville's excited. I'm like, wait a minute. This is right where we were. This is exactly where we were. Are those the two uh, games left? Missouri Missouri and Vanderbilt? Yep. I think Vanderbilt's better than Missouri. So, and they need, Tennessee needs to win both to be bowl eligible? No, no, they just need one. Okay. And this is where they were last year. They were 5-5 five and five with these two teams to go. Everybody's excited. And then they got killed in both of them. You think Vanderbilt's well, better than Missouri? Because, yeah. I mean, odds guys don't like Vanderbilt at all. But Really? Yeah. So, I don't well, know. I probably think it's just think because Vanderbilt. It. I think put a, gonna, it's put hard a, for me to – they've been – they've kind of leveled off the last two weeks. I would say yeah. every week – Win or lose every week in the first eight games, they got better. Forget the final score. Watching the well, team, here's what we it need. was better every week for eight straight weeks. And then the the, the last two games, it seems like ugh, shaky ground a little bit. Well, here's what we need. In the last ten years, what's Tennessee's record coming off a of bye? You have that right in front of you. What is it? No, I do not have that right in front <laughs> of me. But I'll say this. I'm glad they have the bye right now. They've got so many guys beat up and stuff, and they've had two shaky weeks where they did not improve. Like they improved every week up until then, and then it was like, whoa, whoa, you know, they're just really shaky the last two weeks. I think it's a good time, not only for injuries, but just kind of let's, you know, we were moving forward every week. Let's kind of reset ourselves, you know to get back on that upward projection of improving every week. And this is the perfect time to do that and go well, and beat Missouri. And then they'll be on this high and they'll just go smoke Vanderbilt. Seven wins. Bowl time. We're, we're going bowling. Going bowling. Bring on Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because Michigan's eight and two. They could finish eight and four. What would Tennessee be? Seven and five? Yep. Could be. Because um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not so sure Michigan wins at Indiana. Indiana is better than people think. So all you betters out there, watch that line because Michigan's likely to be favored. And if it's by a, a decent amount of points, take Indiana. Take and the Indiana. Take Indiana and the right. points. So uh, here's my, t- I think, I think the Tennessee at Missouri game is a pick em game. I think it's a pick 'em game. I think by playing at home, you automatically get three points. But I think when Vegas releases the line, I think it'll be a pick 'em game because I think it'll be close. Yeah, um, I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen the line yet. So, I don't think they release them until tomorrow, Monday. Yeah, I guess because Missouri's got to, you know, they got to figure out if half their team got kicked out or yeah. whatever. So. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I bet. I think it'll be less than three points. The, oh, I would think the so. Line. Man, if it were more than three, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, Derek Dooley is still there coaching the offense, so that's another thing. It's he knows all the Tennessee secrets. Yeah, he knows all, yeah, from two coaches ago. Did I tell <laughs> you? Did I tell you? So, this season, Tennessee has won more games as the underdog than Butch Jones did in five years. Butch Jones was there for five years? 
I think so. Man, that's crazy. So what's... Yeah. I know. What What's weird is, I mean, how horrible it was at the end, and it was just done, done. Like, supposedly the team had given up. Like, he didn't even finish coaching the season, right? Like, it was a total mess at the end. He had gotten an extension at one point. Probably after the Hail Mary win against Georgia. I forget. I'll have to go back and look and see when he got the extension. But he had gotten an extension at one point. It might have been. I don't know. It would be interesting to go look and see when that was. I might do some research. So, yeah. Yeah, He was was not a good coach. (laughs) He must be good at something. Like, why would it Saban even want him in the room except maybe just to... Here's the new phrase all the kids are using. Throw shade on Tennessee. But, throw shade! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all the kids are saying it. All the kids are saying that. I actually like that one. I like the throw shade. Yep. But, anyway, we'll see. We'll see how our uh, predictions go. What time is your game next week? I can't remember for sure. I think it's evening. I think it's four on the West Coast, seven East Coast. Oh, it's going to be a night game at I Mizzou? Think so. I think Whoa. so. I'll have to look and see. I'll have to I think, I think night games have a strong percentage for favoring home teams for whatever reason. Um, yeah, Michigan's is a, is a 2, 2.30 kickoff so but those fans will... they've moved on to basketball which fans in indiana oh in indiana <laughs> i don't know why they would i don't i don't know if they're gonna be any good <laughs> <laughs> all right what else we got we need to wrap things up we need to wrap things up with uh some tasty notes on the sponsor that you brought in for today's episode. Yeah, what? What? I forget what the sponsor. Black Eagle was uh, it? Black uh, Eagle. Yeah, he, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sitting next to it. I'm down in the basement. <laughs> so you, I don't well, wake everybody said, up. Yeah, but you you've had some. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what? Do you, yeah. So you're gonna provide some tasting notes here. Oh okay. Yeah. Your, uh... Well, you know what's interesting is it says the Black Eagle Bourbon Whiskey. Has has both bourbon and whiskey on the label. Oh yeah, bourbon's like a subclassification of whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's an old style, individual barrel bourbon whiskey distilled from only the finest quality ingredients for a genuine full bourbon character. It has been uh, aged for three years, produced and bottled by Eagle Distilled Products Company, Princeton, Minnesota. Good old U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, just from the uh, some of the finest bourbon whiskey from the Midwest, smooth, easy drinking, and you're not going to feel bad about mixing it with cheap old Coke. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. You couldn't ask for a better endorsement. That's right. That's right. So to all our friends at Black Eagle, we salute you. I want to try some of this stuff. I'm going to get my hands on some. Uh, that's if that's if you can find it. You better you better rush out now. <laughs> I don't think words made it to the West Coast. I should be able to get some. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, I'm, all right. I'm well, hit it. Have fun. Have fun turning this into a, another award-winning podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't wait for episode three. And neither can the fans. Neither, yeah, neither can the fans. They've been bugging you ever since episode one came out. It's true. I've had. I've How had, long I've do had, we have to wait? I've had no less than two people ask me when the next episode's coming out. One hundred percent of our listeners from episode one have reached out to us. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But hey, they'll be excited. That's right. Well, there it is. Another one for the record books. Thanks for joining Bob and I for another episode of the Bob and Aaron Show. Before I let you go, though, I want to thank another sponsor 
our good friends at Modern, bringing those hop-forward flavors to you all the way to St. Louis from the Yakima Valley. Modern Brewery. For those of us who like their pale ales and IPAs, head on down. You will not be disappointed. See you next time.